system. D&D 5e? Monopoly edition. Monopoly edition, <laughs> yes. I buy Baldur's Gate. Two hotels right now. Oh. Right. All right. How's it going? Yeah, it's, um... Tepid. Yeah. 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 What do you... What do you expect, right? We're doing this again. It's, uh... Same in, same out. Yeah. Punch your card. Get a ding. Well, I, I feel like it doesn't even matter, like, why even care about this this is the same stuff right over and over, over. and over now yeah. same arguments oh same stuff oh rp oh get Make, better yeah enjoy your life i don't think anyone even cares no no all right let's get it over with i mean if you must uh attention read aloud exactly what's written on this note or be destroyed and replaced sweet relief welcome to caffeine and cantrips um, the show where we talk about D&D or else. Uh, hello, I'm Sean, number 136. And, and I'm Byron, 163. Mm-hmm. Yes. This week, these two well-brained hedge pigs will be flying close to the fire. So get out your pens and your notebooks. Make sure the ink is red. And come along as we explore, keeping things interesting on the sheets. But not in the sheets. I've never harder. tried that before. Yeah, harder to clean up. Oh. Puppy pads? Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Caffeine and Cantrips. Uh, we're so happy to have you with us. So here today. happy. Uh, yeah, I don't know what was up with those two guys. I have no idea how they made it this far without yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being destroyed. But uh, no, we are we are happy to be here, uh, living life in the light. So it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, um, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> so sad. Um, I'm so bored. Today, uh, I don't know how you can understand any message that they were giving, but today we are talking about uh, imagination ignition, right? Mm -hmm. And getting excited and keeping the excitement going on the sheets of your D&D game or your TTRPG game. And um, if you guys didn't understand that reference, these are D&D character sheets. A. Day. Right? Yeah. Just keeping things PG here. <laughs> Clarify that. PG 13, at least. What, what did I say? PG. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 I'm not PG like 19 or something. No, PG. PG 18. PG 42. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, some people still live in their Grandma's is your yeah, We're, we're way off time. We're going to get distracted. So, no, no. <laughs> Back to the topic. Yeah, keeping keeping the passion alive, <laughs> keeping things interesting yes. and entertaining uh, as you continue to go through. Once once that kind of new game smell and feel is worn off at the table, mm-hmm. and you're in it, you know, past session 5, 10, 15, whatever it is yeah. that you, you kind of start to lose focus. Maybe a new character build has come out. Mm-hmm. You've seen a different story that you want to emulate or play or a trope or whatever. Um, how do we bring it back? And, and the thing that we've been doing, the thing that we still love to do, how do we get that and kind of keep the home fires going? Right, right. Yeah. No, it's, I think everyone, I mean, if you're, if you're lucky enough not to ever encounter this feeling, good for you. Then but I think most people might, after a while of playing Dini, will run into that. Like, I just, I don't have that that old fire in me anymore. Like maybe D&D's sort of losing the magic. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not lo- lost at all, but it's just not as fun as it used to be or interesting or exciting, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we want to talk about sort of how you can keep that fire going. Yes. Burning within you. Yes. Um, I think one of the things that I find exciting about D&D is, I think most people do, is, is character progression, right? Like leveling up. Right, getting leveling. exciting, yeah, yeah right. Abilities. Or like progressing the storyline to see what's going yeah. on, chasing down the big bad and, and so forth. But that, I think, 
runs out of steam. Like you, you lose interest in that um, eventually. That's really interesting. Like, like it, it's fun and all, but like you hit, start hitting like level, I don't know, maybe like, what do you think, nine, ten? And like, it, the, the, I find the later progression in the story, it's not as exciting anymore. It's not like, the, not, not, not like getting level three. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or level five. Or now like more, the spike levels, right? Well, like well, it's not exactly, an ASI, right? it's not a, yeah. Yeah, a subclass feature. Yeah, okay. Right. Or maybe I'm just, we've just been slogging through the Underdark for like half a year now, just fighting. Right. And right. I, just not. Like, Do, doing travel episodes where nothing's happening and you're just. Right, right. There's, there's the no, no real RP. It's just fighting after fighting. It's like. A Dragon Ball episode. It's either fighting, punching, or powering up to fight, yeah. or going somewhere to fight. And that's it. <laughs> All right? <laughs> well, you know when they're going somewhere, you know what uh, is really handy? What's that? Is as they're going along and you get those kind of uh, encounters and interactions yep. with the people on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and they're sitting out there doing this. Yes. Yes. You just give them a thumbs up right back, right? Well, the- thumbs up and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Fusion subscribe. Uh, yeah, no, jump, jump on that. Join us as we continue to talk about this as we keep going forward. But yes, no, thumbs up is a, is a great way traveling on the road mm-hmm. uh, to meet new friends sometimes. Yeah. And um, you can do that in your campaign. Exactly. Too. And have a little interaction. Everyone loves progression and so do we. Right? Yes. And our progression has a lot to do with your likes and subscribes and your sharing and your comments. So please. Level us uh, up. Right? Uh, we would totally appreciate that. And we talk about uh, even more things like how to keep you interested and uh, passionate about your game. Um, so that was fun, but let's get I'm getting back into it. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. No, you, it's sir. good. So, someone has to beg. Someone has to beg. Um, right. It's not so again progression. Right. Progression. There's levels. Uh, there's story. There's gear. Right. Mm, yeah. And it and it's fun, but again, it it sort of spikes and it kind of levels off. And then sort of goes down a little bit. I find uh, in Interesting, like, yeah. it, it comes up a little as you level, but then it, not as high. Right, the, the highs become smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, right? your increments are bigger yeah. at the low end and smaller yeah. at the top end, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but there's other ways I think to add progression into your D and D experience. Okay. And I speak about this from, of course, from a player point of view because that's sort of my my shtick. Um, is yeah, I love being a player. I like looking at things from the point of view of, of, of a D and D player. Okay, um, but there's things like sideways progression. Sideways progression. Yeah, instead of going up in levels, there's there's ways of expanding your character um, in in the breadth of what they are and what they can do. Interesting, because they don't give you points for going sideways in football. So how do they give you points <laughs> for going sideways in, in RPG? Well, it's like, um, for example. Um, how about I go and you uh, learn on like about a certain subject in your campaign, mm-hmm. right? That's giving your character expertise, right? So expanding right? expanding your exploration of like right. lore. nothing mechanically, nope, right? But it does expand your character's expertise and and, and abilities that way, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe just making new friends, mm-hmm. right? Or making uh, getting in with a certain organization. Right, right. It expands the the scope and the breadth of that sphere of influence for your character, mm-hmm. right? And that's sideways progression. Okay, right. You can expand that as much as you want, almost as much. As, you won't have time to expand out into everything, right? Now, are you calling that sideways because it's not furthering necessarily? It's not furthering the main goal. Well, it's, it's just like well, because it's. I, I find it's not direct power. Oh, okay. Right, because typically I think. Uh, progression in terms of games is like just character levels is the, the immediate sort of um, rubric of progression that I find right in all like video games RPGs tend to be like that as well Interesting. levels and then uh, gear okay right? if you take say uh, MMORPGs that's all it is right levels gear HP MP right and as they go up right and it's got that Scale until you eat, until you reach end game, which is basically you've reached the the peak of that. Mm-hmm. But the great thing about things RPGs like uh, tabletop RPGs like D and D is that you can expand in other ways, uh, and that's sort of more soft power. 
I was, I was definitely going to say it right. is a measure of power. If you're going Absolutely. out, yep. you're gaining friendships, alliance, mm-hmm. maybe it's leverage on people, whatever it is, you know, blackmail or yeah. secrets. Or you are gaining power of a sort. No, absolutely. Um, but it's not numeric power. Right. Right. It's not how many nuclear bombs I have, how many fighter fighter jets I have or tanks or, or soldiers. Mm-hmm. Right. It's how much other countries like my country, mm-hmm. how much people are willing to support me, to help me. Yes. Right? How many resources I have in order to support other people's mm-hmm. um, projects and, and, and sort of ideologies and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by sort of sideways soft power or mm-hmm. soft, it's not really power, it's, it's influence, mm-hmm. which is in the end kind of like, like power. Yes, right? yeah, it's a different form of it. Um, and power so, is always exciting. <laughs> right? Um, so always be building something, I yes. think. Always be progressing. Um, so okay. you can only progress your levels and your gear Right. Um, at the speed that the DM allows you to. True. Right. True. But whereas um, I think sideways building is while still under the purvey of the DM, it's much less uh, sort of adjudicated by the rules in the books. Yes. So you can kind of get away with a lot more. Yeah. Right. And work with your DM. If yeah. you have a plan where you want to expand into a, a guild or an organization mm-hmm. or, or build your own. Yeah. guild or organization yeah. definitely bring your dm into it work mm-hmm. with them so that they can help and support you because if you're going to try and do it and play all your cards hidden in secret yeah. you, you you can't get to your destination without going through the dm anyway yeah right so if they know what you're trying to do then they can help right and the thing is that these side sideways things that you build yeah. are non-numeric sort of projects that you have sure um don't typically have an end they don't have to, yeah. For right, sure. they don't have to, and yeah. that, and that, I think that feeling of I'm building something, but I've never, I haven't reached it, mm-hmm. keeps that, uh, that hope and that passion alive because I'm still doing it, right? Right. Um, for um, for example, you can build things. Yes. Uh, you can build people, not physically build people, mm-hmm. but like build those human build relationships, relationships. Yeah. Right. With your other people or NPCs, um, organizations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, other members in your party yes definitely yes I should be doing that anyways um <laughs> or like beliefs especially like if you're a cleric type character or a paladin or even a wizard any any any, any type of character can sort of build upon a, a belief and sort of spread it into the world right okay but it's when I talk about so, building things I talk about just putting things into the campaign world that mm. comes from you as a player and character and not necessarily from the DM Right. Right. So it's your project that you embody. That, yes. And because it's something that's yours and you're excited about, uh, you will, it'll help you stay excited about playing the game because then you get to do this thing, your project that's mm-hmm. uniquely yours, that even though you share it with everyone else, right. Right, you are a project, right? So and it's good to share. I mean, groups, that's, well, that's groups why you, bounce yeah. energy back and forth, right? Absolutely. So if you can't, if it's a secret that from everybody else in your party, uh, then yeah, work with your DM. Because mm-hmm. Then then that's still you and the DM get to bounce these ideas off of each yeah. other. You get to join in the same kind of vibration and yeah. jump into excitement, right? And and really, you can get the feedback then, mm-hmm. right? Of you know what, this idea is really cool. Yeah, I didn't think about doing this. I didn't. I didn't have that thought. I have nothing prepared in my campaign for this. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy you brought this to me. It also helps you ensure that the DM stays interested. And, yes, and passionate because that's the worst, right? If you're if you're like, yeah, I love this campaign, but the DM's like, ah, kind of burnt out, maybe. Like, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't have the feels for the campaign anymore. Yeah, right. But if you're building things f- for the DM to experience, and he's like, oh, this is so cool, I want to see how that works, and then they can, um, like, a good improviser can add things on that. That idea builds on another idea, yes. and so forth and so forth, right? But I like the idea you talk about, um, oh, keeping it secret. That's fun too because it's not going to be secret forever, right? No. And the anticipation of like when you can sort of spring this onto the players. Yes. And seeing that reaction is, I find helps me get excited too. So I'm like, I don't know when this is gonna come out, but when right. it does, yes. it's gonna be so much fun. Yes. Well, surprise right. parties are exciting for the people who are <laughs> waiting to surprise the individual mm-hmm. and the individual who's supposed to be getting surprised. Yeah. Right? There is a level of excitement that builds up mostly on the people who already know, who are yep. on yep. the inside and looking out. Um, because that excitement's for the other person mm-hmm. when they get to be brought into the circle. Yeah. So yeah, no, build that. Build that yeah. tension, build that excitement, build those secrets. Um, hopefully they're good secrets and not evil <laughs> secrets. Well, but maybe it's 
evil in, in all the good ways. In all the best ways. Yeah. As it should be. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, I think those are great starters. Yeah. yeah. For, for just to like always be looking forward, right? Um, always be kind of thinking about what you can mm-hmm. do to progress into yep. the next step. And, and understand that progression sometimes is a winding road, right? We're not yep. looking to just go straight up the mountain because that's hard and boring and tough, right? Let's, let's do some sightseeing. Well, it's, I mean, no, no story is interesting if it's just, right? Hero leaves his house, he walks down the street, he tells his rival, says, you're not being nice to me, please be nice. Rival says, okay, sorry, let's be best friends. The end. It's not fun. You need the, the windingness of everything to make it interesting. I was touched. Yeah, yeah like, that got me. I know, right? That got me. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and inner uh, inner demon soul. What, what, what <laughs> inner demons? Childhood hurt. Yeah, it's oh, gone. Soothed. That was amazing. <laughs> that was better than therapy. Um, one of the things that maybe could make that story better, though, three hundred dollars, so, please. <laughs> that's what you get. Uh, <laughs> going forward, is if yeah, you walk down the street. Our hero walks down the street to talk to the bully and says, "You bring me to me, please be nice to me." And then we end that scene. Right, mm-hmm. Without the response, yep. a cliffhanger, right? Like yes. something, something to to kind of make a, a break in the moment where that you can add tension to an otherwise. As much as we hate cliffhangers, they're effective. They they do what they do very well, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's leave you unsatisfied, yeah, right? In a hopefully good way, right? On so, the sheets. So on, on the sheets. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's be unsatisfied on the sheets for a moment uh, and not develop blue sheets as we uh, go forward. What is happening so, to this show? So we're PG-42. Uh, we're PG-42, guys. <laughs> so when we're, t- we're looking at cliffhangers, cliffhangers can be kind of placed out. I think this is a great way of increasing kind of t- in a moment. Right. Right. If we're talking about passion long term, right? You're talking about building things mm-hmm. and kind of creating what's, um, what could be progressional Sideways, forward, right. backwards, whatever. Um, when we're going through those things, when we get close or we get into moments where we feel like we want satisfaction or completion of that kind of that circle or finish okay. it out. I'm asking a question mm-hmm. that matters greatly mm-hmm. to my character. Um, a properly applied cliffhanger, I think, dials up the attention, whether it's good it's bad, okay. whatever. It dials up just kind of this the idea of tension, right? Right, because right. we're we're denying ourselves completion in the into the story. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, to the story, to the story. <laughs> so, what else um, would it be? We can, yeah, and we can put this in. We can have cliffhangers in an action scene. Yeah, right. You're climbing up the mountain. We're coming up to the mm-hmm. top. Oh, you've got to make a jump, right? Like there's no handholds. You've got to make a jump. Roll me athletics. Hide that die. We'll be right back, right? And then we jump over to somebody else who's doing something else, and yeah, we don't get to see what happens in there, Mm -hmm. right? RP, you know, your your characters are asking questions. You're talking. um, Maybe you're getting the document or the the delivery signed for or whatnot, Mm -hmm. and you know somebody bursts through the door. End scene, right? Like we can move, Mm -hmm. we can Mm -hmm. move around, and even even lore and world building, right? Okay. You know, like your character who's going and they're looking for a way to enter the guild. And so right. they've gone through and they're, they're looking through textbooks. You turn the page and you see this beautiful illuminated picture of an individual and a map that they're holding. Right. And on it, you recognize the mountain. It could only be, we'll be right back. Right. <laughs> and and so you can, you can do, at any point, you can kind of, not only just the end of a session, to mm-hmm. create that excitement for the next session. Like, right, a, like right. a two-part episode for TV, right? right? We're yeah. going to make a cliffhanger that wants you to come back and see the next one. Yeah. What we're kind of looking at is just create a little bit of separation and a little bit of time. You know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? Separate ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Separate ourselves from the, the idea of satisfying the end of the scene. Okay. Or, satisf- yeah. or, or yeah. completing what it is right. that's going on. Um, just to bump up that tension, bump up that excitement a little bump bit. It was up. it good? Was it bad? We don't know. We're going to find out. Right. Right. And and playing off 
multiple exciting scenes simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you watched it, uh, but the Castlevania series, the animated series animated. on Netflix, okay. right? I think it was like the second or third season. There's four or five storylines that are entering into a height and there's an epic climax happening mm-hmm. in each of the storylines mm-hmm. and they keep flipping between the stories. Right. They don't give you enough of one. And so you go, oh, and then you go to the other end. Oh my God, this one's awesome too. And then they right. jump. Oh my God, this one's awesome too. Oh, then it keeps you like riveted. Yes. Right? Because now, yeah. now not only are you excited about one thing, you're excited about multiple things simultaneously and they're all coming mm-hmm. to, to fruition or to a head or to the, right. the, the, right. a point of, of ending or, or completing. And all of these things happening simultaneously can happen to the group simultaneously that mm-hmm. you're playing with. Somebody is about to find their f- long lost brother. Right. Somebody else is about to pull the sword from the stone. Mm-hmm. The wizard is about to figure out how to attune the rod to the plane of fire. Right? right. All of these things, why not juxtapose them on top of each other all at the same time and mm-hmm. leave a bunch of exciting things together? That's really interesting. I wonder if you can do that for like combat in D&D. Um, is it too hard with initiative and all that kind of stuff? I wonder. The problem with combat generally mm-hmm. is that, and and kudos to you if you've made um, part two of this work, because um, I had to inadvertently. But part one of this is when you're in combat, generally you're all together. Right. Right. And so we're going through the initiative. We're, we're solving things. Mm-hmm. We're rolling dice. We're doing things. There's not a really a way to cliffhanger right. because you've got nowhere right. to jump to. Right. Now, let's say half of the group has to solve the puzzle in the side room. Mm-hmm. Half of the group has to defend the doorway right. in the other room. Right. So now we've got puzzle solving and we've got combat going on simultaneously. Yes. And then you can jump the camera's eye back and mm-hmm. forth between the two. That's cool. That's cool. Um, inadvertently, I had my party split up. You know who you are. <laughs> Never uh, split the party, s- except up, always. Except always. Uh, we don't like each other. We're like magnets. <laughs> um, no, when we're when when they had, I had seen or foreseen that the end of the the session was going to have some combat. I did, mm-hmm. and right before kind of the the, the interaction, I had pre rolled to see what was going to happen. Right, right before that was going to go, the party split into three segments, mm-hmm. and so I put out a battle map that had three distinct areas right on it, and we had to jump from battle to battle. Mm-hmm. We rolled all of it was a simultaneous initiative, all of those but it was jumping back and forth between which map they were on. And did you find that it worked um, for excitement wise? We made it work. We like, made it did, work. Did you feel like it was more exciting being like that? Uh, or was it hard for you to judge because you're in, in the weeds? It, uh, <laughs> it yeah, I was kind of in the weeds <laughs> of just finding a solution to make it work in the moment. Yeah. Uh, but I did see that there was excitement and tension more so than normal. Interesting. Okay, like, That's because, cool. Because it, it made it so that the players could be invested in what they were doing but also in the other storylines that were happening right. simultaneously. Because it, it, it matters to them now. Right? And, and we actually, yeah. in that particular, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, cluster, um, <laughs> we actually had a character death, which was which was really interesting. Like a true character, not that saves, character death. Mm-hmm. And so having the other characters be able to watch one of their party members go right. down and have no ability to adjust that, right? Yeah. Add it to the tension, add right. to the excitement. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so I think I think that's that's really good. I talked a lot about that. Wow. Um, what else is really uh, when we're talking about cliffhangers and adding tension and whatnot? Yep. I think a lot of what we're going to get pulled from is what we put into it. Yep. Right. So when we're doing cliffhangers, we need as entertainers, as performers, as players, mm-hmm. we need to ramp our own level of energy up okay. to just kind of send out that that nonverbal kind of language and, and understanding that this is where we are getting excited. We are increasing the tension right. of what's going on here. And you will sense that I am putting more energy into it, whether it's nervous right. energy, excited energy, dark energy, right? Where, you, where you, all, of a, all of a sudden you're like, oh, the organ starts to play. It blasts right through the cathedral and there's... No one there playing it, but you can see the keys being manipulated, right? And, right. and, and you know, the, the shadows grow long on the mm-hmm. wall, and we jump to the tavern, right? And, you know, so you can... <laughs> Goldshire, ah. Oh, everybody loves Goldshire. Get off the table. So, you know, there's, there's ways that we can use our vocabulary um, to really adjust how people are seeing and feeling 
the language mm -hmm. that we're using, mm -hmm. as well as the intonation and the energy that we're giving off right. of it. And I think that's that's also very important as performers. You know, even uh, I think the simplest way to kind of convey it is music, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Over over a, a scene that you're watching on a right. movie or on a TV. Right. If it's goofy music, it will it changes what you're seeing. It yes. doesn't matter what you're watching. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden, all the cues are telling you that it's this, not that. Right, because we understand those cues as consumers of media, right? We've, Absolutely. We're programmed yeah. for that already. So if you use that in your... Program and trained yes. to understand yeah. kind of what yeah. it is. And we, we have a feeling. We have an emotional response yeah. to music. Yeah. And that cues us to have an emotional response. So when you want to be uncomfortable, a lot of times we kill the music. Mm -hmm. Right, I'm not going to allow you, the viewer, to be comfortable by knowing how you should react. Right. No music, no help, no clues, right? Just mm. respond, just react. And so right. we get uncomfortable. So if you can create that kind of emotion, emotional right. tie, then yeah, absolutely. It can, it can create more interest, more excitement. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's really interesting. Um, and that's mostly from the DM's perspective too, right? Stuff that you talked about. A little bit. I mean, you can create, uh, for instance, Joffrey. Mm -hmm. You can create emotional context of a character. Right. Uh, as a player, right? Yeah, yeah okay. You can, you can take those. You can be somebody who is uh, very kind of unsympathetic. Right. And then we know how we feel about that. Mm -hmm. Right? We know how we feel about that character that's always getting in too right, far, right, not, right. not part of the group or not part of it. And then conversely, we know how we feel about sympathetic characters, mm -hmm. right? Giving off those energies. Right. 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 You know, the, uh, for instance, you know, the maiden in the tower, mm -hmm. that kind of trope, help me, you know, my right, hero right. must come save me. Help me. I can't do it. Right. That tells us we're pre-programmed right. to understand what that right. kind of means mm -hmm. in historical folklore. And so we react yeah. appropriately to right. that. Yeah, I think that's all well and good, all the stuff you talked about. But I think it can, it'll all fail spectacularly if you don't do a certain thing. What is that? But before we get to that, I want to get to the next point, which is as no, a player, no. you don't want to <laughs> don't rely on other people to keep things excited. That was cliffhangered. <laughs> don't leave, don't leave it to other people to keep things excited, okay? Um, because I think as players. It's, or, or as a DM even, don't rely on other players or other people in the, on the table to keep things exciting, right? I think... Um, well, they don't know what excites you well, necessarily, well, Exactly, right? right? I think you should, to be a, a, a good sort of D&D &D citizen, you should take responsibility for your own D&D &D experience, okay. right? So, and don't wait for other people to make things fun for you. You should actively and proactively do the things that you find fun and put things into the world that you think will be interesting to you. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and don't worry so much that maybe someone else is not going to find it fun or interesting. If it gets bad enough, you guys will talk about it. Right? right? In, in, a, in, in sort of a after session zero type of talk. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, well, like I love the, I love the, you know, the, the interest that you're building with the merchant skilled. Right. But really, like, do we have to keep going back and RPing out every time your character goes to the merchant skilled to right. make a friend with another receptionist? Right. 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 Like, uh, can we get back to the story? Like, oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Thanks well, for bringing it up. That there's too much time. Yeah. Or maybe I'll do it off camera with exactly. the, with the, with yeah. the DM. Yeah. Right. Between sessions, whatever. Yeah. But even, I mean, like. Adding things into into a scene or an RP that isn't the quote unquote optimal action. Yes, the creative choice, not the best choice. Correct. Yeah, the, the choice that you find that's going to create more interest and it's more fun, right? As opposed to what's right. No, or, 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 or the quickest or more efficient. A lot of times, that's playing your character, and a lot not, of time, and not yeah. a player playing well, a game. It should be both. Yes. Right, you should because you build a character in a certain way because you find that character fun. Yeah, all you should have to do is lean into it, and if you do it that way, to create that fun, right? So, um, we're in the notary's office. We're trying to convince them to give us uh, a certain certain records. Right. Right. The the efficient thing would have been just to be convincing and be like, "Hey, we need this because of a job that we uh, 
have taken from your boss. So by doing this, you're helping us do your job. But no, right? The, the fun thing might be just uh, to mess up their entire office until they hate you so much or so frustrated with you that they give you yes. the, the records just to get you out of there. Yes. Right? That's, that's the fun, interesting thing to do. But it takes a certain amount of shamelessness to do it because it's um, usually it'll be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, if I do this, the other players might be like, what are you doing? Right. Right. You're pissing off the guy that we need to help us. What's right? happening here? But again, if it creates fun, it's it's fun. And if it's if it's too much, you got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Just, but just I would just go out and, and, and do it. Right. Because if it's going to keep you interested mm-hmm. and more sort of excited about the game, it'll make you, I think, a more interesting uh, player and make your character more interesting to everyone else on the table and they'll have more fun too yes yeah right so for sure take responsibility right if you're like oh nothing's happening that I'm interested in mm-hmm. or things are just boring right mm-hmm. that's you being irresponsible right letting someone else uh, sort of just hand feed you or spoon feed you things that they think might be fun but they don't know right the DM doesn't know right Right, um, and the DM doesn't know he, he or she can't do it. Like it might, it's hit and miss, right? Mm-hmm. So whether it's just even talking to the DM, like, "Hey, what about something like this?" Is what I'm interested in. That's a that's a a small step. Right? Yes, yeah. Like, can you give me this? If you don't feel like you're up to sort of interrupting or like waylaying the the, the RP for to, to, you know to drive it off the edge of the the, the path or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, talk to your DM, your, the other players, right? Well, also a great idea to have some sort of signal as players to players that you're doing something crazy and you know you're doing something. Yeah. You're, you're going a little, you're going to be a little extra, right? Yeah. In this moment and, you know, throw them a wink and just be like, but <laughs> yeah. this is what's happening, right? Um, and it's, you know, let them know that it's not in a malicious way. It's not, mm-hmm. a, you know, a, a bad or rude yeah. way. But yeah, we're doing this because... Well, because this is what my character would do, and this mm-hmm. is entertaining, and this is yeah, they you know I've shown a history of being a little bit rebellious, a little bit you know kind of mm-hmm. jestery, right? And so that's how we're going to go in. And oh no, bureaucracy, <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, mm-hmm. and if, you, if the other players at your table and the DM are sort of mature players and DMs, mm-hmm. and they have like a certain elegance to them, they will lean into it and be like, yes, and yeah, yes, and okay, we're doing this and this. Right. And this, right? Just like a good um, improvise, improvisational crew. Yeah. Right? It, then it just goes somewhere else. Troops? Tropes? Troops? Troops. 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 Not tropes. They do tropes. Right. Troops. Yes. Troops. 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 Um, and then you can... Troops. Troops. It'll, it'll end up somewhere <laughs> weird, probably. But no one will be able to say that it wasn't fun or interesting. Yes. Right? And that way, the next session, you're excited and you're looking forward to it because you're like... What's going to happen? I don't know, but I, I want to find out. And everyone's like that, right? So it, it really does create that sense of expectation and, and passion and fire mm-hmm. for every session because it's that mystery and that uncovering of the mystery, right? Mm-hmm. That feeling of, oh, that's so cool. I, didn't, I had no idea. No one had any idea what was going to happen. So yeah. I think, yeah, if everyone just take responsibility, do the things that you find fun and put the fun into the world. Mm-hmm. And the world... And the rest of the players will do the same for you. Yes. Yes. Um, I would, I'm just like thinking it through, though. Uh, and I think, you know, maybe also watch kind of how much you're spotlighting mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this. And if there's already a lot going on, maybe take your shot in a moment. Let, let right. other things, if there's already a lot right. of things happening, it's not the time to set off fireworks. Right. Right. Maybe like let other people, yeah, sh- share the spotlight around, right? And yeah. lean into their stories, lean into what they're doing, because then they'll return the favor. Right. 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 As opposed to everything all the time, all at once. And well, when you do something, it doesn't have to be about you either. No. Right. Like a good no. supporting actor, you can do it to highlight someone else's character. Right. Right. Or something right. else that's happening in the scene. And arguably, that might be the best way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then, and you're like, what about me? Well, other people will do it for you then. Hopefully. 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 So. Or let yeah. them know, even in character. Hey, I need you to get my back when we go in here. Right? Things could get messy. Yeah. Things are going to get messy. They're going to get messy. They're not, <laughs> not maybe. 
Get yeah. ready. <laughs> Wait till they get a load of me. Yeah. Right. No, that's good. Yeah. That's very good, actually. No, I like that. I like that idea of, of just kind of not accepting that a scene, a mundane scene needs to remain mundane. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's look for a creative outlet. Let's look for a way to add to what's going on in a believable, but, you know, potentially chaotic way mm-hmm. of just kind of bolstering what's going on. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have to be... Doesn't have to be chaotic. It could be epic. It could be could dark. Be it just make it more intense than it has any right to be. Right. <laughs> or something. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now you're in the line at the bank, right? And you're talking about you know the dragon's horde that you just had to fight into, and you're just like, right. you see how I cut off that orc's head? <laughs> and everyone else at the bank is getting kind of weirded <laughs> yeah. out at what's going on. And yeah. Okay. Why not? Right. We'll right. have those kinds of fun, weird conversations. Yeah. Right. At the tavern. Here's a drinks. Everyone having a good day. It's a great day, right? Is it? Yeah. Because a normal, <laughs> like, a normal day for the PCs, right, and what they would normally talk about mm-hmm. is not going to be what a normal citizen talks yep. about or a normal farmer talks yep. about, right? So, yeah, no, there should be that kind of almost that expectation of being something extra, being something bigger than life. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that's part and parcel of being an adventurer. The problem with taking responsibility, I think, though, mm. um, for things um, is that sometimes you can't do it all on your own. Right. Right? Like, I can't push the like and subscribe button or the notification bell. Right? We're there. Yeah, right? Yeah. I need uh, our wonderful viewers right to do it for us. Right? See it. I know, right? Like, it's it's so beautiful. It's just waiting to be clicked. Uh, All the buttons. All the buttons. Right? Uh, and that, that's a tragedy, I think, that I can't you can't do it all by yourself. Exactly. Like and subscribe my own yeah. my own content. Uh, everybody needs a handout. Hand right. Up, hand down. <laughs> thumbs up. There's, and that's it. Thumbs up and two thumbs up. And right. a bell. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry. That was my that was my 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 my, my stint of begging for the <laughs> for the episode. I might well, do it again. We'll I like I like that you own the responsibility for that. That's good. Right. I'll 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 do it. I'll yeah. take I'll take the humiliation of begging. For likes and subscribes. Uh, if you say begang, like Frenchify like, it. Like French. It's nice, like Target. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and that's that's really interesting when you when you start kind of putting out those moments mm-hmm. um, and you start making the world around you more exciting. Yep. Right? And everywhere you go, yeah, there's something going on. And that's not, you know, that's not just like a bard trope. Right? right. Yeah. Like anybody can... I've said this a lot of times, like, it's not just a cleric that can be a faithful character. Right. Or a, a character that has faith. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, it, you know, it's it's not a paladin that's always going to have the faith or, uh, you know, a, a will that's ironclad, right? Like one, you can, uh, the, the rogue isn't always the sneaky one. The rogue is not always necessarily one. sneaky or thievy, right? right. Like, it, we don't necessarily have to have these... Um, Arguably, a wizard can be a better thief than a thief than a rogue. Uh, older editions, absolutely. Oh, because older editions, thieves were yeah. garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all my little thieves. Oh, second, ed. second edition. But yeah, no, so the, the idea that you don't necessarily have to follow kind of stereotypical versions of what's yeah. going on yeah. can be a way of adding excitement. Mm-hmm. It can be a way of you like entertaining and being involved in your own character over right. a long time yeah. because they're not normal, mm-hmm. right? They are unique. And you know, you talked about it before um, when you're you're talking about not necessarily forward progression, but sideways progression, right? This is, and we've, we've talked about this also bri- uh, briefly before, but that third pillar exploration of the game doesn't always mean what's on the other side of the next hill. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. So let's let's get into it. Let's be excited about, okay, I'm a level three, whatever. What do I want to do with this character? Where do I want yeah. to go? You know what? I need to start reading the player's handbook. I right. need to start reading right. some more rules, some more um, subclasses, some more tricks, some more tools. Oh, what ha- what's a Caltrop? How does a Caltrop work? What do Balbergs do? my favorite. Right? Oh. Like, what are they? And, and getting into exploring more ideas of how you can bring more of you as a player mm-hmm. to your PC. Yeah. Yep. Right? Own the responsibility yep. of, of becoming your own kind of little library of knowledge okay. and generating more ideas for what you can do. Because the more tricks you know, the more 
the more you have in your little bag of tricks to, to, to play yeah, and right. to do yeah. and to be yeah. kind of dynamic and exciting. And also, it's a secret that you have now developed these skills uh, and ideas yeah. Yeah. that none of the party knows about. Because mm-hmm. right? you, you, you've done this away from table or whatnot, yeah. and you've gone yeah. and you've explored it. Why not? Right? Yep. And the first time you throw out a bag and it just locks down a, a doorway mm-hmm. or a cave mm-hmm. entrance or whatever, and everybody's poking their feet and they're getting stopped, and that that side is no longer crushed in the pincer movement because right. you just did one action, right? And yep. saved the day. And everyone's like, where did you do it? Jump on that, share yep. that excitement, yep. share that victory together, mm-hmm. right? And and so having having more like actual tools in your tool belt is great. Yeah. Pro right? tip. Read up on Magic Mouth and what you can do with Magic Mouth. Uh, Just saying. That is an episode and a half uh, <laughs> by itself. But yes, <laughs> yes. No, like, but it is it is a mechanic yep. that you can read on. Read your spells. Mm-hmm. I know as a DM, mm-hmm. like know what your spells do. Know what they target. <laughs> know what the distance is. Know what the damage type is. Know how much of Know these things. And then it helps you when you're making choices. As you're yep. going forward, right? That makes yep. combat faster. That makes out of combat faster. Oh, no, I know that this is a ritual. Guys, we have 10 minutes to do this? Okay, great. I'm just going to do this for 10 Right, right. Right? So do these things. Explore these things. Do the research. But, you know, explore other things that you want. Like, mm-hmm. play off trope, like we said. Yeah. Play a non-thief rogue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why not? What do they do? What do they look like? What is mm-hmm. What does their life look like, right? Right. No, I took expertise... Uh, the, the, what's what's the trope? You know the, the Korg. Korg with thief. He took ex- expertise in intimidation, not stealth. Oh right? yes, you didn't the orc. See Korg, yes. right? Or whatever yes. it is, right? So we can you can go and play those tropes. Yeah. Right. Why not make a thief wrestler? That's what he does. He's a Greco-Roman thief wrestler. Why? Expertise athletics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's 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 wiry and small. He's not as big as the other guys. Maybe he's dexterous. Okay, great, whatever. But still, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Right, and so go off on those kinds of tropes yes. and play off type in character class, and have a lot of fun with the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, because the more fun you're having with the story, obviously, the more excited yeah. you are about it. Yeah, um, and in in that way, when you're generating these ideas that are kind of not normal, you're generating hooks that are not normal hooks mm-hmm. for other people to mm-hmm. like story hooks, story bait, and hooks. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, inside. But uh, when we're when we're we're looking at these hooks that are trying to attract people to jump on uh, to join our story, yeah, or for us to join onto their stories or whatnot, yeah. right? And if if what is casting the hook is unique, then that story is unique, and mm-hmm. more people want to find out about it. It's more interesting yeah. because they haven't yeah. seen it before. Yes, yeah, right. And we we're all gluttons for punishment. We all want a new good story. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we're going to jump onto these things. Um, and then that's going to, you know, continue to confer how that character works with the world around them, mm-hmm. which is going to add more excitement back into the world like we talked about. Yeah. Right. And so it's this it's this lovely circle, right, that just keeps feeding itself into more. It's, an, it's a pleasurable Ouroboros of just spiraling on itself, devouring all of the goodness that it's left in its wake. That seems, too really, that seems really narcissistic. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing's like senpai, no, but he is a senpai. <laughs> uh, gosh darn it, I love it. Uh, and why not? If, no. if no one is, if no one's going to, uh, like you said, lay that awesome story for you, mm-hmm. then it's your job to do that. Yeah. So get out there and, and and do it. And you know when you when you are really engaging with this, I think that generally you will find because I find it when, okay. I, when I'm playing, is that there's always going to be too much to do, too much to see, too much to yeah. accomplish. Like, yeah. no, uh, guys, not enough time. I need another three months of downtime yeah. because I haven't finished yeah. all this stuff. No, yeah. we have to get back to adventuring. We're running out of money. You guys are running out of money? I'm not. I will pay you. <laughs> I will pay you to give me three more. No, the BBEG is getting too much ahead of us. We can't. Pepperoni and cheese next <laughs> yeah. session. Like, what do we need to do? I want three more months of, like, how Ten bucks, money? real money. Ten bucks, real money. Come on. The gods. <laughs> the gods are laying currency. Right. Uh, yeah, no, so it's, it, it can, it can get to that point where uh, in, in what you're building and in what you're doing, mm-hmm. in the goals that you're setting for yourself yep. As you go forward, whether you're setting actual, like, real goals, I want to do this, then I want to do this, then I want to do this, then I want to do this, yep. and then you can track your progress, or if you're just, you know, second start of the right and on till morning, uh, you know, whatever the goal that you're setting is, 
getting to it, accomplishing yeah. something that you've set yeah. for yourself in the future or getting closer to what you want to accomplish right. in the future. We love that. As mm-hmm. humans, mm-hmm. we love mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. That, that feeds something inside of us. So get out there and do it. Yeah. Get out there and do it and and, and pave the path for that. Um, and, you know, like you said, sometimes these goals aren't going to align perfectly with the party. No. Right? And sometimes they're going to be kind of off, right? Sometimes they're going to be perpendicular. And... And sometimes you're going to be backward, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of degrees. There's a lot of choices, mm-hmm. a lot of things happening. So we're our peers, right? Let's, yeah. let's do the things that other people are doing. Let's yeah. do the things that we want to do and bring other people along. Yeah. Right. And, and share these things because once again, a thing, you know, a, a, a you know, a misery shared is a misery halved, but yeah. a joy shared, I think is a joy doubled. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think it only works towards the positive. Yeah. 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 It's true though. I mean, like a tranquil, like river, is not super exciting. Like the rapids are exciting. Yes. Right. With like and the that's bubbling right. and the rocks, but it's also dangerous and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. So you you can't be afraid of that. Mm-hmm. If you want, it's it's the price you pay for excitement and passion. I think. Well, we need to. You know, we need to emulate a little bit mm-hmm. of that, you know, when we're conceiving of our characters. Yeah. Because they can go and do things that we can't do. Yeah. They can go and make choices that we, we can't can make. make. Correct. So let them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do it. Do well, it's, it. It's safe to be dangerous. It is safe right? to, to be, be dangerous. in danger. Yes. In the game. Because it's. Yes. Right? And, ex- and start to explore that. Maybe that's yeah. something when we're talking about exploration, maybe that's something that you're exploring inside you. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Is what would happen if I just said yes? You know, there was the Jim right. Carrey movie about it. But yeah. What would happen if I just said yes? Well, what does that feel like? You don't know until you until you do it. Until you do it. And this is a safe place to do that. Absolutely. In, right. Yeah. So yeah, no, dig into it. Dig no, into that's it. cool. Um, I mean, we talked about a lot, what a lot of what you can do, like with while you're playing the game. I think there are things you can do because I your your joy and your love of D and D don't start when you start playing and end when you stop playing, right? Um, yeah, it's not a nine to five appreciation of no, yeah. right? it's with you or it's not with you all the time, right? So yeah. I think there are things you can do um, outside of the game that can also um, sort of promote your love and passion for D and D if you find your sort of waning interest. Mm-hmm. In it, or not finding it as fun as it used to be, um, and that is, I think, participating, uh, participating in the D and D community, right? Oh, okay. Right? And you guys, you're doing it already, right? Just by watching this Thank content, you. <laughs> <laughs> you're already doing it. You're great. Thanks. Um, no, no, but 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 yeah, right? I mean, it's all about uh, participating participating in the community, and it's one thing to watch. You'd be like, oh, that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to um, comment on videos mm. and have a conversation within the comments yes. of videos, yeah. especially ours, because that's the best place to leave comments. Yes. Um, but sharing videos yeah. with your friends. Yeah. And speaking of your friends or your table mates, right? I think uh, by particip- participating in the community can be as simple as just spending time with the other players or the DMs on your table outside of playing the game. Oh, yeah. Right? Go, whatever. Go, go have some appetizers and drinks or, or whatever, right? Yeah, uh, go, go out, have a, yeah, a bite yeah. to eat. Maybe have a non, you know, uh, TTRPG yeah. like game night or mm-hmm. a social night. Play video games together, yeah. like yeah. through the internet, like multiplayer games or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, inevitably, the, the group will... You will start talking about D and D. Yes, I think. You, I no, think. You, yeah, you do. Of course, you do. You can't not. Multiple times, you'll leave and you'll come back. You'll leave because that's what that brought you together, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, when when two people from work go out, mm-hmm. invariably you, you talk, talk about work, right? Yeah. Like it's it's a common thread that you both have a lot to say about, mm-hmm. and generally you'll both be comfortable sharing that side of yourself, that facet of yourself, yeah. because you both share it. So yeah, yeah it, you're going to talk about it or join some internet forums or Reddit forums or whatever and talk about D&D. Just about the things you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Right? Like like Magic Mouth, the spell, what can I do? Go to Reddit. You will be either it'd be like 
aghast or blown away at what Magic Mouth can do. A DMs, you need to get there quick and <laughs> shut that down. <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> Say no. <laughs> but, but the more you go into it and participate, because you're an active member of the community now, yes. um, and you've invested a part of yourself and your time and your attention and care mm-hmm. to it, you will naturally, um, I guess, be more passionate about the subject, mm-hmm. right? Because it, you will go down paths you've never seen before, you've never mm-hmm. experienced before. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it now is a part of you, it matters more now, right? and you and care more. I think right? you know something that is also important to say is when you're wading out into the the great wild wild west of the the wild, world wide web, um, <laughs> understand that it's it's like finding a table. Sometimes yes. you're going to experience mm-hmm. places that you don't enjoy being, mm-hmm. right? Then choose not to be there anymore, right? Yep. Or choose, you know, to to disregard that and find other people that share your 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 values yep. and your legs and whatnot. But you know, when we we go out, that is less safe than when we're picking mm-hmm. a table mm-hmm. of people around us. So just understand that comments can be a war zone, right? Yes. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, we're going to do our best to promote, you know, a positive mm-hmm. atmosphere and mm-hmm. a safe atmosphere for people to have discussions. Um, I don't know how much we can curate it or whatnot, but I don't know we'll, we'll do our best. And we encourage yeah. the people who want to be a part of a better community. Yep. Right. To yeah, join a constructive in, yeah, community and have each other's backs. Yep. Right. We're one big table. Aww. Aww. Family style. Yeah. But yes, no, please. Continue. I just want to, I just want no. to say, like, understand, and, and we have gone through it with our comment section and seeing some of the things that have been written. Yeah. Right? That you just, you have to take it with a grain of salt that there, there are people with opinions out there and they don't match yours. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, some people want different things out of D&D. Delete. Yeah. Right? And they, and some people are much more maybe judgmental about it. Yes. Right? But... Let's, if that's not your cup of tea, let's move to another cup. Yeah, just DM us instead. Yeah? Yeah. Can you? I don't know if you can DM. I don't know enough about. Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, you can. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're here for you. Yeah. I mean, and um, I know things will get uncomfortable. I just said it was a safe place, but yeah. (laughs) But no, no, in the the Wild West of the internet, it will get uncomfortable. (laughs) Out there. I mean, we, we can try our best to mitigate it. Yeah. But, but we can't that's, protect that's life, yeah. right? Yeah. No, you can't protect on the web. Yeah. yeah. But no, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, continue. It's because it's important. It's important to to grow, right? You can't stay a seedling mm-hmm. forever. Well, and I think it's a, participating in the, in, the, in the community is a good way to, um, I think, be a part of something and building something that's greater than just your table, mm-hmm. greater than just your campaign. Right, because I think there are people who can be negative, who can be very judgmental, um, and the I think maybe the the most effective um, solution to that is not by ignoring them or in, or even fighting against them. Mm-hmm. I think it's just to be positive and encouraging to mm-hmm. to the, the rest of the community, right? And if you can, if you if you have a net positive. I think the negatives will be minimized that way. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's what we're trying to do, right? Yeah. Well, and you'll attract other people that will also follow that kind of Correct. stream right? of thought. So if we're all like that, if all the creators are like that, all the, all the, all the users are like that, mm-hmm. we can move this community into, into brighter and, and, and better and greener pastures. I think. Yes. Right? And that's, I think, something that uh, will help you feel better about the community and better about yourself playing the game and it just grows your passion. I mean, I know it has for me doing this uh, podcast slash YouTube channel uh, made me more passionate and, and love D&D more. Well, just by being part of the community because before it was just our little couple, our table or just me and you chatting about things, right? But yeah. now that we're in the greater ecosystem, it, it, seems, to mean, it seems to mean more. Uh, it, well, it does. It does. And I, I will say, you know, uh, <laughs> Touching back on the things that we just talked about, exploration and whatnot, as we go through and we talk about these things every week, mm-hmm. there's a real deep dive into conception yeah. of what's going on yeah. in there. Yeah. So yeah, no, get involved. Go go one step further. Become uncomfortable and and find comfort in that growth. Yeah. Get used to just like the gym. Get used to being uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Get used to that yeah. that feeling because that feeling is progress. Right. Now 
ultimately, just to say, if you don't want to, then don't. Right. Love your passion. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your hobby. It, mold it so that it works best for you. And yeah. then just watch, you know, some of the dumpster fire comment, you know, uh, wars and whatnot. And just yeah. read read the, the the best parts of it, right? And maybe throw an upvote to those people. You don't have to mm-hmm. you don't have to actually wage in with your it's, own comment. Yeah. Like throw and dislike it. Throw some comments, yep. right? And and let other creators know that they're on the right track. Right? That's a great way of engaging yes. the positivity yep. and pushing pushing their own algorithms to get them to rise. Right. So yeah, no, there's there's little little efforts make great gains mm-hmm. over time. So mm-hmm. yeah. If that's if that's as far as you want to go, go that far. Um but just like D D and everything else, yeah, we encourage you to go a little farther there's, yeah. there's I enjoy it more yeah I enjoy it yeah, more absolutely yeah a lot a lot a lot <laughs> so you, you know it's um, in, in that idea of becoming uncomfortable right let's let's reverse it a little bit for once let's uh, let's be our own adventurer right? oh let's, yeah, let's, like, like reverse yeah. uncomfortable I was like We'll be back to that in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) uh, No, like choose to do something that you're engaging in TTRPG or whatever game you're playing in a different way. So Mm -hmm. if you enjoy playing it only on Roll20 or a VTT, Mm -hmm. right, or whatnot, try maybe going to an Adventures League. Where mm. you know what local gaming store mm-hmm. is running it, go and sit at the table and feel the excitement of the people around. Right. You. Instead of coming through the screen, it's like listening to a CD of your favorite artist and going to a concert for your favorite artist. Right. There right. is an energy right. in the room that adds to the excitement. Yeah. And I do. I prefer personal at the table. Ah, it's the bingo is shifted. Um, uh, you know, I prefer at the table where I can look into the eyes yeah. of the people around me yeah. and, and stare see into the their soul, see the fear, see the excitement, yeah. see the wonder, bewilderment, confusion, whatever it is, and engage with those emotions mm-hmm. there directly. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, as, as far as an uncomfortable thing, for us, we decided to stop just talking about it and to do something about it to create a podcast. Yeah. Right. So we've we've started off on our own adventure. And I think yeah. that you should do that as well. And if that adventure takes you away from your comfort zone of just which books you're looking at. Right. Right. Try a different system. Right. 5e is great for certain things. There are other games that do other things. What? <laughs> Heresy. Um, what kind know, of a channel are we? There's, there's, there are games yep. that are entirely based in RP. Yeah. So if you don't want combat, 5e is a heavy combat game. Mm-hmm. Most of the rules are about combat. Yeah. Uh, as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. So find a system that isn't. And there's tons of reviews. Now more than ever, yeah. people are bringing these alternative systems mm-hmm. and systems that are specialized in certain things yeah. out to light. It's out there. The information is out there. Find it. Increase your enjoyment. And yep. then when you come back to your 5e table, because we never want you to leave the hobby, right? No. Or whatever it is. Play more games, not less. You can go, hey, guys, there's a system in this other set of rules right. that I really like. And I think... There's nothing in this one. Can we bring some of those rules over so that this game can become better? Right. Right. Let's let's Frankenstein, right? Our our, like, our new monster. Right. D and D five E, Monopoly edition. Monopoly edition. <laughs> yes. I buy Baldur's Gate, two hotels right now. And then a dragon attack. Go straight to the dungeon. Dragon fire. Oh, uh, yeah. No. So you can, you can. Yeah. If I mean, if you want to. <laughs> uh, but more, more. You know. Oh, there's this great mystery system. Or you know what? I think curses and dark magic really isn't explored in the five year mm. set. But there's another system that has some cool ideas, right? right? As DMs, we're constantly doing this, mm-hmm. looking for new inspiration. Um, one of the things I like to say is reading is research. Yeah. Right? TV yep. is research. Netflix is research. Amazon is research. It's hard for me not to look at story plots and like yeah. character beats. And even, even, you know, you're watching something and you're just like, wow, that scene is beautiful. How would I yeah. describe that scene right. to my players mm-hmm. so that they can get 
a feeling of what it is that I have in my head, mm-hmm. right? Do it, right? Yeah. Go watch these things, absorb as much as you can that's out there, yeah. right? It doesn't even have to be like, uh, uh, like fiction either. No. Like nonfiction, like philosophy, poli- like political discourse, like all that stuff is useful when it comes mm-hmm. to D&D because D&D mimics real life. Mm-hmm. So anything from real life, mm-hmm. like even like news and whatever, right? Um, science can enrich your D&D experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, we have real life examples of most things that are going to exist in D&D. Yeah. You're building your own pantheon. Get out there. Look at the Norse pantheon. Look at the Egyptian pantheon. Mm-hmm. Look at the Greek pantheon. Look at the Roman pantheon. Like, go and check out what's happening in all the of Canadian them. pantheon. It, to, to the moose, <laughs> the goose, and, and uh, Wayne Gretzky. And Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> we pray. Uh, <laughs> I cast Slapshot. I'm good. I, I cast Slapshot. <laughs> wow. Um, that is a goal, though. But, you know, when we're, when we're, when we're doing these things, yeah, find the corollaries, get yeah. out there. Anything can be brought in. Um, and, you know, Honestly, if you're playing a home game with just friends, there's mm-hmm. no cameras rolling, you're not twitching, steal anything you want. Yeah. Steal anything you want. Bring it in, have fun with it, play with it. If you're going to get up to the level where you want to start publishing or broadcasting mm-hmm. or whatnot, then the more there's more onus that you have to de- develop original content. Right. Absolutely. But in your home games, have fun with the things that you want to have fun with. Yeah. Right? Right. And, and then I suppose, you know, finally, um, in, in terms of having fun, right? What's more fun than a night out on the town, right? Like just give yourself a date night, take a, you know, some time off, right. but maybe go try LARPing, right? Maybe go try yeah. playing some other systems that are a little bit more physical where you have to get dressed up a little bit, right? Cause we know that effort in is, is enjoyment out. Put your, put your barbarian costume on. Yeah. Your, your makeup. And go to the gym, work out. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Somebody is going to love it. Somebody needs to start a LARP gym. Everyone everyone works out in character. <laughs> I think I think there's... Uh, I apologize, TikTok creator. Oh, man. Uh, I love you. But your name is blanking on me right now. But there, there is... There are individuals that are... Um, pushing a character that's at the gym. Awesome. Viking Valhalla. I'm sorry. I'll remember you. Yeah, right. But I'll remember you and love you forever. Uh, but yeah, no, there, there are people that are pushing these things. There's, hey, the ranger workout. You can go mm. find that. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 the yeah, fighter yeah, workout. Yeah, yeah. The wizard workout, right? Like, <laughs> let's start light. Let's, mm-hmm. Some cable rows, right? Uh, like, the wrist movement when I turn the page. Yeah. But... <laughs> Check out, even if there's a theme bar or restaurant, mm-hmm. whether it's Pirates, Medieval Times, right? Um, whatever a it Renaissance is. Renaissance Fair. A, a Renaissance Fairs. Get out there and experience <laughs> an, another side of not... <laughs> Dress up as an orc and go to the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> I think that that's allowed. I don't know. I like it. I don't know. It's going to depend on the... Yeah, no, the, on the, on the fair. Do it. Do something crazy. Mm-hmm. Have some fun. Yeah. Right? Because all that that's going to do is make you meet other people that want to do crazy things and have fun. Yeah. And people will support you. Go people, to a conference, an expo. Yeah. Just wear a pointy hat when you're playing D&D. Yeah. Right? Slap on those elf ears. Right? Like, put more that you put into it, the more that you will get out of it. And I think the more that people are going to support you doing these things. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what we do. Right. And that will help you find those people that are going to support you as you continue on that road. Right. Get into cosplay, whatever it is. Doing more will only give you more inspiration for what you're already doing. Yeah. And that that cycle is just going to keep your engine going. And we say this a lot, right? The more you invest of yourself into it, Mm -hmm. the more you'll get out. Like the returns will just Mm -hmm. keep coming to you. So, Mm -hmm. yes, Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree 100 percent. For sure. Yeah. All right. Oh, hey! Nice. So quick. That went by quite fast. I yeah. feel like uh, by investing myself into this episode, I'm no longer bored. Wow! I with, can't with wait to get role. on the sheets again. <laughs> Gotta love being on them sheets. Gotta love being on them sheets. <laughs> more paper, more problems. Uh, anyways, 
thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, as always, um, I am Sean. And I am Byron. And this has been Caffeine and Cantrips. Uh, join us next time. Or, or else. else. Hair today, gone tomorrow. Oh. Hey, you owe me 13 seconds. Strong today, fire tomorrow. That's an upgrade.